Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to whatever episode is of Flat Stick. Nick Cap, I have no idea why you're fucking moving that lamp in the background, but who gives a flying fuck? Welcome to episode whatever. Nick Kappa, how the bloody hell are you, champ? Mate, I'm so good. I'm bloody here. I'm sipping on it. Now, you and I were meant to have... You bought me some beers from the uh, from the mill, this this yep. uh, place I used to live next to, the, the uh, a brewery you you introduced me to, mm. that I bloody love, and uh, but I drank them all, mate. I drank them all, so I had to buy another one from the mill for my local bottle. I mean, I don't hate you for it, but uh, you know that was the whole point of this podcast. We have synchronized beers of the same beer, but you've absolutely yeah. fucking dogged the boys. You're dead to but us. You bought them for me like what three days ago. <laughs> A oh yeah, three hours ago, cunt. You're a fucking alcoholic. Get your life together. <laughs> I took a night off last night. Actually, I'm I'm feeling good. Did I'm you? I, man, you I, you, I, I go. You had you, you had one night off, and you're feeling great. Yeah. What did you go for a run today or something? No, I took one night off, and then I played basketball, and I've been. Uh, like there's a basketball hoop we found near our house. I've been watching those Michael Jordan documentaries, and I'm obsessed with basketball was, at the moment. I was just about to say, you've been watching those fucking Jordan docos. Now you think you're fucking the Shack Attack or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I am the Shack Attack. Watch out for it. <laughs> Watch out, here comes the Shack Attack. I was gonna laugh because the favorite. I don't know if I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before or one of my many drunk ramblings. My favorite part about that whole documentary series is the fact that. A guy called fucking Luke Longley from Perth was on the same team as Michael Jordan. <laughs> Man, it it's so crazy. They try. I read some article the other day because I was like, "Where is he in in amongst all this?" Because you see yeah. some shots of him. He's always deep back. Yeah, but you don't really see him pop up in the. But apparently, uh, maybe you've heard this story that his house burnt down. Luke Longley's house burnt down. Years ago, really? one in Perth. Nice. Was it due to four twenty? Sweet, oh, sweet. Ooh, <laughs> left the bong out. But what? Oh, yeah. Why did his fucking house burn down? Did Jordan have a fucking grudge or some shit? No, his house. No, Jordan didn't fly over and burn his house down. <laughs> Dude, that's classic Jordan. He's got his own plane. It all makes sense. Jordan loves cigars, you know. And during that documentary series, his eyes look fucked and shady. It's probably from all the smoke from the house fire. Man, I reckon he's blazing, blazing up big time. Oh, yeah, as, yeah. If, as if he's not having fucking 40 bucket bongs a day and just looking at his <laughs> fucking shoes going, this is sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, uh, what is it? Uh, um, Michael Jordan rang him and just said, what memorabilia was in the house? And he's like, this ring, this singlet, this. And he's like, I'll, I'll get it all back. And he sent it all to him. All the stuff Man. that went missing, that got burnt, yeah. That's probably the first time Michael Jordan has ever spoken to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, he's, <laughs> I read an article and they didn't get along at first. They hated each other. He didn't He didn't get along with Jordan at all. But Jordan but hated everybody by the sounds of it. He's like, he's on his own. I'm surprised Jordan didn't ring her. Hey, man, I heard your house burnt down. What did you lose? And he like listed all, listed all. he's like, my ring, my car. My wife burnt. He's just like, oh man, sucked in, motherfucker. <laughs> just hangs up. You know how many fucking houses I've got, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those rings. I got seven of them. Sucked in, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
Um, but yeah, so I, I took one night off and I felt like a king. I felt like fucking Iron Man, like, uh, you know. <laughs> man, I, I had Monday off. I drank Sunday, had Monday off the booze. And I was like, yeah. man, this is great because me and Fia are trying to have three days off the booze. Impossible, mm. might I add. But I tried Monday. I did Monday, Tuesday last week. I did Monday the week before. I did Monday, Tuesday last week. And this week I was going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I got to Tuesday and um, I had to file my fucking taxes and shit and the profit and loss thing or whatever the fuck it is. And I was oh. like, daddy's hitting the Bundy tonight. And I got <laughs> fucking writ off last night. It was, really? I was... Yeah, man, I'm to, I'm talking like yeah, Bundy, Bundy on the rocks. You know what I mean? That's you're never gonna wake up good with that. Oh, brutal! brutal. Has a new has a new job going by the way. This is the the it has been the highlight of my week finding out <laughs> that Nick Kappa, the cat of the comedy scene, somehow always lands on his fucking feet. Um, they've dropped you out of a fucking COVID window. And somehow, somehow, you've landed on the pavement literally to inspect it. You're yes. inspecting pavement now. I, this is, there's no more Nick Kappa job I've ever heard in my life. Please tell me what you fucking do. So what I do is I walk around, check if there's any tripping hazards on the footpath. And if I do, I take a photo of them and I report them. I like that you're not even looking. They just go, hey, like, hey, you're a dumb shit. Just walk down this road. Let me know if something happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, man, I fell over twice and a car hit me. Like, all right, we need one stop sign and two tripping things. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's, well, man, when you threw that flower at me and I hit it and uh, <laughs> it went all over the footpath, um, my flatmates all gave me shit. They're like, well, you've, you're good at creating the obstructions. So. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, it'll be like catch me if you can. <laughs> I, man, I was telling Fee, I was like, man, Kappa is so good. Kappa's got a job. And I was like, but Kappa has found the perfect Kappa job. And I was like, she's like, what is it? And I was like, he walks around and inspects walkways and just lets them know. And I was like, of course he's doing that job. And I was like, there's no way there's, they're checking you. You have a log book. They're just like, just go out and just fucking let us know. Or maybe don't let us know. Oh, man. I've been working with this dude from Ghana, Ricky. Mm. Such a great dude. He, uh, he's, he's a great guy. He's just like, I don't know. You know, you just need someone from a, a country like Ghana that's fucking horrible. Uh, yeah. To just give you that fresh perspective on the world. You know, he's just like. I went to Phuket last year. It was so nice. Everyone's so free. Everyone's hanging out. Everyone's having a party. He goes, ah, oh, man, if I could live in Phuket all my life, I would live there. Two for one drink, swimming. You know what I mean? Just this kind of... And I was like, <laughs> any, any Australian that goes there goes, oh, yeah, pretty expensive compared to the rest of Thailand. Quite expensive, really. But yeah, it See, was nice. It was, it was a, a lot of bogans. But he was like, it is a free life over there. I love it. I know you said you told me a portion of this story today and you said the same thing and I just thought I didn't know the part of Thailand. But are you meant to say Phuket here? Mm. Mm. But you're saying Phuket. Oh, fuck. Yeah, my old boss used to go rank at me for saying that. <laughs> it it what, is Phuket. Why are you saying Phuket then? I don't know. I get stuff wrong sometimes, Brett. 
All right. Well, I'm not one to pick up on spelling and words and stuff. So I just, as long as we know, I just thought when you said it to me today, I was like, man, I need to go to this place. It sounds exotic and cool. Two for one drinks and a pool. Love it. <laughs> Turns out I've already already been there nine times. It's it's the blind leading the blind. Oh man, I was I just I just had to double check my Zoom was recording. I'm like, fucking hell, Jesus oh, yeah, Christ! I, I check it. I think every two minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm, like, man, yeah. I'm surprised it's not fucking caught fire. <laughs> but he was telling me, man, this 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 is actually could be a straight to the pool room story. So uh, we got our three segments straight to the pool room ripper of the week. Man, hit hit yeah, hit me straight away. Are you have you got? Is that is you reckon that's going to go straight to the pool room? That that Phuket story. I'm no, loving it already. Is, this Ricky's Ricky's uh, other story told me so. So he's from he's from Ghana. He's a black guy. He's full African, you know, he's got like a full African lingo and everything, you know what I mean? He's just the coolest have dude. You, have you learned any cool words? Because those guys are always cool and they always have cool jargon. I don't know if that's Man, the correct I, terminology. You know, this job, they said you can wear whatever you like. So I rock up in track pants and a and a manly jersey. He rocks yeah, up nice. in these kind of like loafers, the, the you know those sick loafers with the gold buckle and jeans and a Hawaiian dude, shirt he, and a denim jacket. <laughs> Like, is he inspecting? Sick. Is, is he inspecting walkways or pussies? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's crazy. He's got four kids already, so he's hard at work. You know, <laughs> he's already inspected enough pussies. <laughs> Jesus Christ, four but kids. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his girl, his, what a his wife's in uni. You know what I mean? And he and he's paid off his house. He said he worked two jobs for thirteen years. Yeah, crazy guy. Whoa. He's just the best. And he's like, I do not respect money. I do not respect money. He goes, I I drink and I eat. He goes, whenever I get home, my wife and I are stressed. We have two shots of Jägermeister. He goes, have you had Jägermeister, Nick? I love Jägermeister. It is the world's most wonderful drink. <laughs> you know that just descriptions of things is just so good. <laughs> Where you're like, Jägermeister, if anyone told me, if a white guy told me, that wasn't cool. That oh yeah, I like Jägermeister. I'd be like, "Fuck off, you fucking dork! <laughs> you are scum of the earth, cunt." But but it's like a, it, a black cool, cool dude black with loafers. Dude, yeah, and describes it as the world's most wonderful drink. You go, I love this man, and I want to try Jägermeister. <laughs> you know what the fuck thing is. As soon as you said he said the world's most wonderful drink, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to give Jaeger another go. <laughs> I haven't tried it since I was 18. Again, I'm like, yeah. let's give it another round, you know? It is a wonderful drink. <laughs> and it's just so cool, man, because he's like, he wouldn't hurt a fly, you know what I mean? Nicest guy ever. He's I love that. Wants I, to- I, don't, I don't respect money. I was like, well, is this kind of bowler or what? That sounds sick. Yeah, well, he said, he, you know, he said, like, Ghana's the worst country ever. It's just everything's corrupt, and and yep. he never had a ch- He said he was one of 20 kids. His dad was a mad root rat. His dad was a womanizer. Mate, you don't have to say your dad's a root rat. All you need to say yeah. is the first part, my dad has 20 kids. You can fucking fill in the gaps there, you know? I love him. I love him. I love him so much. And so, yeah, he's just like... He's just like, man, you come around for a, we'll go around, you and I will go around there for a barbecue. Cause oh man, I'm, ace. I'm coming over already. Cause I like, I love how like we're mining, I'm like, not mining for content, but trying to find, you know, like we're in a different life head span and where the fuck at the moment. 
you know, I'm working on the construction site, trying to find, yeah. is there something there that's funny? And I got a young apprentice yeah. and I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, man, you just told me this funniest story. And all of today, I had just, all my story was, was telling him not to use an Indian accent because it's racist. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he, and, but the thing is, is like, he's not like what you think are like a laborer, like a, a apprentice would be like a, a scum. Like he's, he's, you know, he's studying the arts and he does acting oh, on yeah, the side yeah. and he's yeah. still using an Indian act. I'm like, can you please, please stop doing that? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I thought it would be well, like, I thought it'd be fat. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm out. You know what I mean? No, like, I don't know what to do then. Yeah, man, that is so cool. I remember when, um, when I first, I was doing a diploma in graphic design. So I was working in the arts. I was yeah. like a full, you know, but this was years ago, like 2001. So, uh, yeah, a long time ago. Um, and I remember someone telling me, I was like, oh, yeah, vegetarians are cool. Um, vegans, that's just stupid. That's silly. Like, that's, yeah. and I, I worked in the arts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was left as, I mean, I wasn't full left. I was still coming from a country background. I was still, and probably vaguely homophobic as well. <laughs> just um, takes but a little a little turn. I know, I know. It's just like, I don't know. It's, I, I just, like, I, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to, I, I feel like I'm back in a job that I don't want to, like, I, I've been mm. a shit kicker for fucking mm. all of my life. And mm. like, I finally got out and then I'm back in. And I feel yeah, like yeah. I have to re-educate someone. Like, he's such a smart kid and, like, so... Like, I don't feel like I'm teaching him anything, but he's like... I think I said I was doing comedy or when yeah. I mean, the, the site foreman told him I do comedy. Mm. So now he's trying to be funny. I'm like, the Indian accent is absolutely... Like, that's. I think that's his way of thinking it's funny. He's, like, doing an yeah, act. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's fucked. And I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe it is funny. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, just stop. Just stop. I'm trying to fucking put plaster on the fucking wall. I just want to go back to comedy. I'm having a fucking anxiety attack. I had to do my taxes last night, you know. Oh, yeah. I've been told Ricky that I do comedy. His mind, his mind will explode. He's like, what, no. what do you do at night? I'm like, oh, just chill out and then maybe see a band. And he goes, what bands do you see? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, just bands. <laughs> okay. I've got this whole Well, I try to, I try to... Yeah. Oh yeah, try yeah, I try to avoid saying it, but the the guy who I work for, I don't you know, uh mm. he works works is a comedian as well and yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. it and I'm like I'm like, fuck, now I'm in this fucking trap of like anyway, yeah. I don't know. This like you just like and he tells other people and you're like, just it's you're like, see that guy that he's a comedian, like while I'm throwing a piece of shit into the bin, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I've it been, used to be. Yeah. I've been praying that no one recognizes me. God. Oh, praying. And no one has yet, so that's good. But, yeah, it's, it's been... Man, thank God our profiles experience. are so fucking low. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but, yeah, he's... Because... <laughs> he, no, you go. You go. No, no, because um, Harley Harley Breen, who I love, was oh. on the site with us, and uh, this yeah. guy Craig's given us some um, work, which is so amazing. Love the cunt to death, and um, but you know Harley's got fucking three kids, so you know what I mean. Like he's got to yeah, have yeah, the yeah. dollars rolling in, so he was working cool. with us as well, doing some labouring, and um, this guy walked in, and he was like starstruck, 
And it was me and Harley in like hazmat suits pulling down a moldy wall with fucking crowbars. And he's like, are you Harley Breen? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but I was like, the, the funny part was I like, I took my hat off to give it like, and I'm Brett Blake. He's like, I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> but he's like, wow. He was so starstruck to see Harley. I was like. Thank fuck that stopped me right now. It's a cool thing, but it's also fucked. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you yeah. do on that side of the fence? You know? Because you had been on the project once, and Harley mm. has been on there like ten times, and he was hosting. Yeah, it. yeah, he's hosting it. Yeah, yeah. And then he's in a construction site. Yeah, man. But the thing is, it's like it's like anyone. Like you, you know what these things pay? They pay. Mm. A little or a lot quick, and then the, you know what I mean. It's like if if you took my me- like, well, as every comedian's in Australia's main income from comedy comes during the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and yeah. that is our base income for the fucking year. Mm. So I know how much my base income is from that. I can't even imagine what his is. Yeah. So yeah. losing that, the other festivals around it are great. And you get work here and there, but that's your fucking, that's your rent, food and expenses for the year. Yeah. So for him to lose that and, you know, me to lose, we all lost that. I, man, and he's got three kids. Like, I, you'd have to be, I had to go back on the tour. Everyone has to go back to oh, work. Yeah. You, you're fucking expecting like oh, yeah. roadside Full shit. Pass. So yeah, it's like, yeah. so yeah. man, it's just, and, and the worst part is because it's a trickle down effect as well. And like Harley's a great comedian on the fucking project and all that cool shit. But as soon as the big dogs stop touring, they're like, you know, like I'm talking the glee, you know, that type of, oh, yeah. they all, they all come down and go, Oh, I'll jump on the project. Everyone goes, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. For sure. All of a sudden for there's, sure. you know, it's, it's a pressure of work, but um, anyway, fuck enough yeah. about comedy. Who gives a flying fucking yeah, fuck? But, uh, um, yeah. The straight to the pool room story from Ricky, I reckon. Tell me. Uh, I'm pumped It's a Ricky. great story and so funny. So Ricky told me that he, f- he found a, uh, a mobile phone. You know, It's already straight to the pool room. A couple of years ago, he found a mobile phone, real expensive one. He looked it up. It was worth about 1500 bucks. Ooh. So he rang one of the numbers on it and he said, hey, uh, I've got this guy's phone. He rang another per like he, there was only four numbers on it that he could ring, and he rang. That's a burner week. phone. That's a that's a burner phone. And then yeah. <laughs> anyway, then the bloke, the, uh, this bloke got back to me. And he said, "You've actually got my workmate's phone." And he said, oh. "Oh, okay, that's fine." And he put him in touch with the workmate, and the workmate said, "Look, because of his African accent, he said you sound kind of dodgy or whatever. I I don't know. You don't." I'll meet you at this train station. And uh, he said, so, yeah, no so worries. Rick, so Ricky's trying to give me his phone back because he has an yeah. uh, African accent. He thinks it's a scam or something. Yeah, he might think, oh, yeah, you try to kill me or something or if I go to your house or whatever. So he meets him at I the mean, train a, station. According to current affair, you know what I mean? It all makes Man, sense. It is the most double-sided story, this one. So the bloke, I love it. The Ricky's waiting on the train station. He gets a phone call from the guy who owns the phone and says, Hey mate, where are you? And he goes, I'm on the train station platform. And he goes, I can't see you. And he goes, yeah, I'm on the train station platform. This is me. And he starts waving. And then the bloke runs over to him and goes, Oh, you're black. 
Like, you're African. <laughs> Jeez. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and you had the phone for the whole week, and you didn't take it. You wanted to give it back. And he's like, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And Ricky's just thinking, this is the Fuck. worst bloke ever. And then the bloke goes, man, it's guys like you that really uphold the um, the name of the great African people, whatever, and gives him gives Ricky $300. And then he says, I'm a security guard at Chemist Warehouse. Anything you want at Chemist Warehouse, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's virtually saying that he's going to steal some shit from Chemist Warehouse for him or let him come in and steal something. Yeah. I, oh, well, no, he just said, let me know whatever you want. <laughs> and Ricky's getting weight oh. gain. He's getting medication, pills, whatever, just off this fucking security guard. What a... Is that the most backhanded compliment ever? Like, oh, Dude. you're a good black guy. So here's $300 for being a good black guy. I don't know. It's the weirdest No, story. no, but also there's is like there's $300. Hey, here's $300 for giving the phone back. The other comments didn't need to happen. But also yeah. I think you're missing is that it goes, here's anything you want. I'm a security guard at Chemist Warehouse. You can have anything you want from Chemist Warehouse. Which says he's fucking stealing from Chemist Warehouse. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and oh, then yeah, get, he's like, so he's like judging yeah. this guy for being a fucking crook because he's blaming, going, oh, yeah, I steal everything as well. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, man. When he you told know me what? that story, couldn't believe it. Ricky, that's fucking straight to the pool room. That is straight to the pool room, Ricky. Oh. That is straight to the pool room. Right now, I've got. I got Ripper of the Week and I got Your Mate. Now, the Your Mate I'm going to go with first because it is actually inspired by um, a little thing. Uh, your two main amigos, Brett Blake and Nick Kappa, did. Um, so, you know, when we, we jumped, the, the, um, we jumped the, the fire pit, which is, you know, yeah. everyone, you know, millions of views, you know, yeah, uh, right. uh, you know. Steven Seagal called me twice. Mm. I, I didn't answer. You know what I mean? I was like, Steven, I'm busy. I'm on the phone with Arnold. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so when we did that, the, 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 I forgot, I don't know if, if you haven't lit fuel on fire in a while, you kind of forget how fucking flammable it is. <laughs> Does that, is that a stupid <laughs> thing to say? Yeah. No, no, when it goes up and your eyebrows are off, you're like, oh, wow, fire's hot. <laughs> yeah, but also I forget how quickly it ignites and you're in trouble. There's no, like, there's no way to go, oh, I want to get out of this, right? So Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, because I, when we did the first jump, the idea was, if you haven't seen the jump before, jump onto the Instagram, the Facebook page to be able to find the jump. We jump over a fucking fire pit. The idea was me and Nick get on BMX bikes. We jump over a jump into a small fire. Hence, it's funny because the fire is so small. It's ironic comedy. Anyway, but then we remembered that I I had fuel in the back of my car, uh, like a, a jerry can. And then I was like, man, I'll just chuck some on there. See how if we can build the fire. The fire got massive. Then we're like, let's jump through a big fire. But I went to throw the full jerry can at the thing, right? You know, while it's full of fuel and just douse it. And the guy, this guy stopped me. I was like, 
just a random dude, like the guy whose jump it was. And I was like, oh man, fuck off, whatever. And he's like, dude, put it in a cup. That's fucking stupid. I was like, oh yeah, right. And he put it into a cup, threw it on the fire. We jumped through the big pit, right? And then I was like, oh, thank God he did that. Because I started looking up jerry can fire incidences that have gone wrong and god it is the best two hours you'll spend in your life on the internet the, the link i sent you and i'm so yeah so this dude's like got this little like you know just a normal fire normal campfire right yeah. and you know back garden it's all good right and he goes to like he, he's like thinking about what he's about to do i've sent you the link and this is why it's your fucking mate, right? So he goes to do a little splash, but he goes, no, no, no. What this fire needs is a big splash. Does a big splash, but because the liquid line is still connected to the jerry can, mm. it ignites so fucking quick that as soon as it hits the fire, it's like a line back into the jerry can. And it, <laughs> that's on fire. And he yeah. freaks out, turns around, while it's on fire and then throws the jerry can against his back fence slash tree, it explodes and then his fence and tree is on fire and he just does not know what to fucking do and it is the best thing I've ever seen on the internet. I fucking love it. <laughs> Man, that, that sounds fucking like my mate for sure. I'm going to check that out. That is out. your I'm mate. Oh, you, the link you sent me, I think it was the weightlifting thing. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, I, I sent you other page, but I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll send it through to you now. Yeah, yeah, I can, send it to me, man. Do you have I, any bad... But do you ever... Do you ever I've, I've been in a whole of those videos before. Doesn't that make you freak out? Like, what the fuck is happening? You know, like... Oh, do you God. have any bad fire stories, Kappa? Yeah. Have man. you ever had a b bad instance with a jerry can? Uh, no, once we, uh, okay, so there was this place, I don't know if you've ever been to something like, I, I've got a feeling you would have went to something like this. So there's this place yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere uh, in New South Wales called Nindy Gully. And yeah. even from Boomai, where I lived, where there was nothing, you'd still have to drive another couple of hours to go to Nindy Gully. And it was, the, it was like Christmas. It was the best place in the world. So you go to the Nindy what? Gully motorbike races. So the race would be in on a Sunday, but you would get there on a Friday. You get drunk nice. on the Friday night, whatever. We were just kids, so we didn't really get drunk or anything. But we. Wait, so your parents would take you down, you and your brother, go yeah, on the weekend? There'd be two other families that would go as well. Nice. We'd take all of our bikes, and we just loved it because at night it was Mad Max. So there would be, yes. I, I, I'm kidding you not, mushroom clouds. Mushroom clouds of fire. Just people blowing shit up. People yeah. riding their motorbikes while, like, dirt bikes while drunk, while on fire. Donuts in cars. I remember sleeping in a tent, loving it so much that there was a Monaro doing donuts right next to my head. Like, <laughs> it was incredible. Just, there was a place we, it was called the Wood Chop. And yeah. these blokes dug a pit into the ground and then they uh, they would ride the motorbike around the pit as quickly as they could and then it would fall, like when you fell off, the motorbike would just fly out of the pit and just you could take out anyone anywhere, anytime. 
like anyone that was watching. It was it was crazy. It was the is coolest this, thing is ever. This, is this still going? No, it was cancelled due to public liability. Too many people got oh. hurt, man. There was two there was two drunk guys riding at like two in the morning, like flying around on their dirt bikes, and they hit each other tire to tire. So front wheel at night. So so both their front wheels connected oh, in the no. dark and they just went head to head and just basically have both have no face left. So Fuck. Yeah. can and you I, imagine though that story though? And then just like just two faceless neighbors and you're both like Nindy Gully. <laughs> Nindy Gully, yeah. It was it was nuts, man. It was nuts, and uh, we'd always try and join in the fun. We we're only about twelve or whatever, uh, but one one time we rode our motorbikes around. We we had our all our little sisters' bikes. They were all the little ladies, so we doubled yeah. each other on those. And we rode around the um, rode around the motocross track at night. Couldn't see a thing, racing and having the best time ever. And one time, I tried to take a shortcut. I said to my brother, "Take a shortcut." He was riding. I was on the back. And then I got coat hanged by a huge bit of wire off the back of this eighty at like forty k's an hour. Fuck! <laughs> you like you didn't lose your head. I had this bruise along my neck. I thought I was ruined, but we 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 thought it was funny. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Once we we uh, dipped, we read if you you can make a soccer ball, a flaming soccer ball out of diesel. If you get hessian bags, dip them in diesel, and roll them up into a ball. Yeah. So we were kicking this flaming soccer ball. At each other. And we thought it was the best thing ever. Until my mate laid the boot in straight at me. And the only thing I could do was jump. And it just burnt all the hairs off my legs. Burnt every bit of clothing. Yeah, it was great. It was. It went really wrong, man. Really wrong, really fast. It's almost like we haven't learnt our lessons. Because we try to do, for our fucking flat stick videos, we try to do fire, fire cricket ball. And we lit. We never released a video because it was the same week the bushfires happened. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but we like lit this fucking tennis ball on fire, and it was covered in petrol or meth or whatever the fuck it was. And then we hit it over a fence, and then we're like, "Oh yeah, that ball's gonna be on fire for the next two minutes." <laughs> we had to like scale the fence to try and get this fucking cricket ball out. We're like, "This is the worst idea ever." And then we fuck the footage fucking camera died, so we had to rego do it again. And then we lit another bush on fire. I was like, man, it never ends well. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucked, man. Um, never ends well. <laughs> yeah, so that that's where that's where it, it didn't end well at all, mate. It didn't end well, and um, that's why you gotta always be careful around fire, guys. Always be care around. Be careful. Always play safe. Always, always play, play safe. safe. And but speaking of uh, speaking of fire not playing, is always so- cool. <laughs> nah, fire is fucking sick, man. I don't give a it's shit what anyone cool. says. <laughs> Dude, he is sick, man. <laughs> like, I still to this day, like, if you lose your eyebrows, that's cool, man, you know? Like, don't be a fucking coward. Um, right, and that brings me, speaking of not cowards, it brings me to fucking Nick. Nick, our favourite segment. It, well, it's one of our three segments now that we're professional in podcasting. Yeah. Uh, yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ripper of the week, right? Ripper of the week. Now, ripper. I'm going to tell you some... Week. I'm going to tell Ripper, r- 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 Ripper of the Week. Now, before I tell you who it is, I'm going to tell you, Nicholas of Kappa, mm. what this man eats a day. Okay. Right? Okay. So this guy 
So, Nick, ha- ha- what did you have for, 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 what did you eat today? Tell me, just quickly tell me, what, what did you have for today? Uh, I went for a walk to a cafe, I had a custard tart. And then uh, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I'm already had in. Some, had some le- Korean leftovers from last last night. Um, nice. And then for dinner, I had like uh, my girlfriend just winged it and kind of made this really nice omelet thing that was really nice. Yeah, dude. If you ever want money from you know punters, for, you know here's my pausable. People are like, man, that's a great diet. You you're not we're not helping you out. Anyway, so this guy right for breakfast has four eggs. Six bits of bacon, seven sausages, up to half a loaf of toast, right? That's just mm. for bre- breakfast number one. Breakfast two, porridge, uh, fruit, right? For lunch, he has uh, two and a half kilos of steak. I don't even know how to fucking deal with that, right? And then on top of that has a protein shake, right? Then his second lunch is a 500-gram steak, uh, he has fucking pasta galore, right? Di- uh, he has a second second afternoon thing. So chicken yeah. nuggets, pasta, rice, fruit, right? This guy, on average, a normal human being consumes 2,000 calories a day. This guy has to get above 10,000 calories. So five times the amount of food and average human male consumes nick kappa guess what his job is uh ballerina you've nailed it (laughs) (laughs) no he is (laughs) human human centipede starter point Boy, I'd love to be on the back end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that fruit tastes good the fifth time around. <laughs> Ooh. Um, now, he is the world's strongest man, and this is a competition I have been obsessed with for the last three years. It's uh, I've only told some people I'm passionate about it, but I, I love watching the world's strongest man. So this guy is Eddie Hall. So Eddie Hall is the fucking king, right? So back in the day, talking 2016, 2017, is uh, so the World Strongman Competition, you won't know a lot about it, but if you don't know a lot about it, I'm about to tell you. All right, so Mm -hmm. basically it involves deadlifts, it involves like throwing logs above your chest, like sometimes there's keg tosses, Sometimes you got to fucking throw like a fucking 100 kilo dumbbell over a bar. It's all these crazy fucking events that make no sense, right? But during this competition, there is sometimes with athletes, you see a, mm-hmm. a soccer star or a, a sprinter or whatever come out of nowhere. And you go, who the fuck is that guy? Where did he come from? That never happens with World Strongman because of their body weight, and they're so fucking huge. It takes years for anyone to actually get to where it's at, right? So they always know who roughly this guy is. So this guy has been training. He is the youngest strongman ever. He's one year younger than me. He's 32 years old, right? In 2017, he had a documentary uh, about him. I, it's on fucking Netflix at the moment. I can't even fucking remember what it's called. It's called oh yeah, it's All called right. Born Strong. So it's got Brian Straw. It's got the the you know the guy from uh, Game of Thrones, the oh, biggest yeah, that guy, cunt yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's Thor, Thor Robinson or whatever. He's a Polish cunt. So well, that comes back to this fact about him today, right? Doesn't matter. I'll get around to it. 
So this guy, Eddie, for years has been training. His hero is fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. Like, have you ever met, like, a tough guy or a cool dude whose hero wasn't Arnie? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, always... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always Man, Arnie. I say, you know? uh, if anyone's got KO, watch the um, 30 for 30 with uh, Arnie. He's just got a 10-minute 10 10 minute, uh, documentary on how he he got he wanted to be a bodybuilder, but his dad got him sent him to army camp, and yeah, then right. he made it. Then he made it. He broke out of army camp to compete in this bodybuilding competition, and he won. And he had to sneak back into army camp. Yeah, it's great. It's incredible. That's so sick. And wasn't Arnie already a millionaire before? Are you telling me he like owned a cement company or some shit? Yeah, man. Yeah, he owned he owned like an apartment complex and a cement company, but because he said that's how he was went well in Hollywood. He was able to turn down the bad roles. He was just be able to get the good roles. Man, that's so funny. A guy that can't barely speak English and is not an actor turning down roles. Can you imagine what was coming across his table? <laughs> man, also anyway. a governor. Uh, back a, to the he beast. Was a governor. Back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the intellectual, the people's champion. He's a fucking dipshit. Roll it in, America, for fuck's sake. They've elected Trump. They don't have a fucking... Where's Where's the radar? Anyway. Yeah, 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 for sure. Back to the beast, right? So, uh, you know, training, Netflix, doc, you know, on the doco with all the, the strongman championships, right? Comes to 2006. 17. So he's already the UK strongman and he's already the British strongman multiple, multiple times. But he's not the, you know, the world strongman, which is a fucking hard title to get. There's this Polish dude who's been winning for a year. There's this American guy called Brian Shaw, who's like a fucking freak of the sport. So, but there's only six of them and they're all like fucking friends. You know what I mean? So it's a weird, weird thing, right? Yeah. So 2017, he is probably sitting... Third or maybe fourth in overall in this competition, right? But Eddie knows because all these guys that they, they, they're about six foot seven, they're fucking massive, right? But Eddie is the shortest of all the world's strongest men, right? So he's got an advantage for the deadlift, I feel, having a smaller anchor point and a better center point, right? So his hero, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and his fucking primo thing he can do is deadlifting. So 2017 or 16, whatever, doesn't fucking matter, right? Uh, Eddie goes for the world record for deadlifting at 462 fucking kilos, right? What? Yeah, yeah. Man, I weigh, I weigh just, you know, just to put into perspective me i'm a mad unit i could probably list a whole house i the the most i've ever deadlifted and i weigh 80 or 79 kilos i i the most i could ever pick up was 132 one th or maybe the 140 so yeah. 462 so nearly you know four times the amount i can lift right amazing like i'm no one but he's a fucking amazing athlete right but he did one attempt or or attempted it right and didn't get it but on his second attempt this is rumor but there's actually the video i sent you and you should have watched so his hero is arnold schwarzenegger now just before he goes for this world record attempt he makes eye contact he's at the arnold classic he makes eye contact 
with none other than Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Who comes over, just walks out of the Barry. It's Arnold. It's his fucking event. He doesn't give a shit, right? Eddie is about to lift this bar, and I believe Eddie's already started to lift this bar when Arnold walks over the barrier and makes direct eye contact with Eddie fucking Hall. And as Eddie is attempting to tug 462 kilos, he looks directly at Arnie, and Arnie looks back at him, and he's looking at his fucking hero, and he fucking just has to get it like an inch above to get the record, right? And he fucking yanks it while I fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. And still to this day, it is one of the best sporting moments I've ever fucking seen. And I sent you the link. It is so sick. <laughs> How good's that? You're, you're sitting there. You're about to do a world record. Your fucking hero jumps over the thing and you're making eye contact with you and you fucking yank it through. Man, Fuck. that is Man. Ripper of the Week from 2017. I'm I I love this video more than anything. After if you got you got to watch the YouTube series, sorry Fuck. the um, the Netflix series. It is so sick. It is so sick. And then he was only third or fourth. And then in 2000 and fucking. What is it, 2017, he became the world's strongest man. So a year after his documentary got released, he became the world's strongest man. Uh, and then, so I told you about he did the 465 kilo deadlift. What do you reckon, who do you reckon beat his world record and how? And by how much do you reckon it was? So he's, he's, at the time, his record was 465 kilos. Who do you reckon beat him? Well, you don't have to say the names because you won't know, but what do you reckon the next weight divi- weight was? Was it the Thor guy, the uh, Game of Thrones guy? It wasn't. So the oh. funny thing is that only happened two days ago. So the actual world record that was sitting for about three years was 465 kilos, right? Mm. Then Eddie came back to beat his own world record of fight. Yes. This is why he's the champion. Came back and beat it. By, what is it, fucking, he got to 500 kilos, so, what's that, uh, 35 kilos, added 35 kilos, had the world record, and two days ago, the cunt from Game of Thrones, Thor, who's the Polish dude, or wherever the fuck he's from, Finland, or whatever, massive unit, his wife is honestly so small, it makes no sense, he must destroy her every night, uh, got 501 kilos. What? In the deadlift by one kilo, managed to pull it. I saw the tug today. That's the first time I saw it. And then now Eddie Hall has said he's come. They're all mates. He said he's coming back to fucking defend his 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 title. Far out. But for those for those boys to pull that weight. So when you saw Thor, who's in the Game of Thrones or whatever, uh, he would have put on an extra forty to fifty kilos to be able to hold that weight of muscle. So if you look up Thor, like, you know, right now, or listeners do it or whatever the fuck it is, uh, they look up, like, just photos of him on Game of Thrones. Like, he's jacked. He's fucking, he's massive. He's nearly seven foot. Mm. Huge dude, shredded as fuck, massive as fuck. But if you look at when he's deadlifting, he looks like the fattest motherfucker you've ever seen in a lot, your life just because he's got to hold that much weight on his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so that's my, that's my ripper of the week. All-time Man, champion, cr- Eddie Hall. That is crazy. wonder what that does to your spine and your bones or you got to... Like, Dude, the, 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 when, you watch the, when you watch the doco on him, it's like his missus is like, like 
you know, like sometimes I just try to help him out. I I hide a kilo of bacon in his pasta. <laughs> You're like, how do you hide, hide a, a kilo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you hide a fucking full kilo of bacon? And, and <laughs> the weird thing is, the part that I love about the world strongman is they always say the thing is they go, the hardest part isn't doing. It seems like the hardest part is doing the weights and doing that much, you know, two hours in the morning, two hours at night, mad sleep pattern. They go, the hardest part is eating as much as you have to. Yeah. He yeah, goes, you've got Hugh to... Jackman. You got... Jackman oh. said that about being the Wolverine. He oh, really? Because like, he he's a weedy guy. Yeah. So he said, like, eating is a part of your... So you'd have to wake up at two in the morning, eat. Have to wake up at three in the morning, eat, as well as exercise. Yeah, they said they, eating yeah. is part of your routine. They they said, man, if you can't cram, if you can't uncomfortably eat and force yourself to eat, you can't even be in this competition. Far out. That's that's amazing, man. Well, man, that is a great ripper of the week. Uh, what's his name again? Um, Eddie Hall. Check him Eddie out. Hall. He's also also known as the Beast. So yeah, check right. out his Instagram. He's a nice dude, but if you watch, you watch his uh, Netflix thing, he's always dropping big farts on camera and does not give a <laughs> fuck. Um, the only other thing annoys me, he rides around on a ridiculous Harley. Of course he does, which is the size of a fucking house. And he's a big yeah. fat fuck on the thing as well. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, you know our opinions on Harleys. But um, he's literally a crazy man. You know what I mean? Like he's been weightlifting since he's 12 i got so much respect for the guy. Fucking 462 kilo deadlift, crazy. Arnold Schwarzenegger, your hero, staring directly into your eyes. You pull it off just by looking at your fucking hero, then coming back and beating it by, you know, 30 plus kilos. I mean, Jesus Christ. What a fucking champion. What a madman. Oh, man, yeah. that is a great ripper of the week. And, uh, man, that is that is a great... That is, that is... That is we're done for the week. I'm, man, I'm... I'm going to go watch that documentary. I'm obsessed. Man, honestly, if you got time, please, please do it. And it, it's just respect of the sport. It's like, even if you're not a fan of sport, there's this cool guy from Poland. Because World Strongman, there's no one like, who do you compete in your own country? They're only competing against themselves, really, because there's mm -hmm. no one else. Like, there's Brian Shaw, there's Thor from Finland, there's fucking Eddie Hall in the UK, there's this Polish guy who's fucking absolutely crazy. And like, uh, this Polish dude trains under an empty stadium like it's in poland the fucking stadium went bankrupt and he just goes uh, underneath it and just moves cement with his oh bot uh, it it's the craziest doc i've ever fucking seen and it made like i saw it like three or four years ago and ever since then i've been obsessed with it these guys uh, are f pure freaks oh great man well uh we've we've still got to do a few challenges we've still got to do a few you got me good with a good catch today you, you threw some <laughs> fucking eggs at me so, Dude, uh, let's, one of those eggs was so rank. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, thanks for sticking about. Uh, make sure you follow us on the socials. We've got all the links. We're going to put all the links up there. If we're not lazy, we'll do it this week. We'll do it this week. We're doing it this week. And we're going to be fishing this week. All the links are going to be up. Uh, and I've, I've done some it, new graphics. Yeah, if you're enjoying it, tell your mates. All right, tell them. Tell them about it. Yeah. And then uh, we've only just got onto the uh, iTunes. So if you do listen, man, we've only like four reviews. So, man, man, just jump on there, whack it up there. 
I know we've been on po- uh, podcasts before where they do quite well, so make this one go well as well, you fucking dogs. Dogs. <laughs> All right. Well, cool, man. Catch you around and uh, stay, stay loose. Keep it flat stick. Keep it flat stick. Bye. Bye. I know. I gathered that. I'm sure I will bring it back down. Um, I'll see you.